Welcome, listeners, to Just Neapolitan, where we ask the age-old question, what is the loneliest number? Today, this dynamic duo includes Just Jordan, and I'm your resident cat uncle, Brian. He do be the cat uncle, the best one. Yeah. You see what I did with just there? It has like a double meaning. Yeah. Like you you just and but it's also just you and yeah. you know. Um Do do we you know, I guess we should still do the, the fake gamer thing, although I know I've played some games. I was worried halfway through this week I didn't. I was working on other stuff and I was like, Oh shit. I'm gonna wear the crown this week. But then I loaded up Persona three again last night, so I feel feel like I did my due diligence. Uh, and at least played a game for a few hours. It almost could have been me. If, oh no, you were there too. I was there too. Oh. If I didn't like take a whole day in playing Hogwarts Legacy and keeping my ass in this room, if I didn't do that, it would have been me. I'm not gonna lie. So it, we potentially could have been the only two here and both been fake gamers <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> about video games. That would have been perfect. Now I I almost wish we didn't do it now. I almost wish both of us didn't go. Ah, oh, we got we got to play something. Look, I te- also well. No, go ahead. No, technically, I, my brain didn't instantly go. Well, I need to play a game, or else I might be the fake gamer. It's like I have time. Let me do the thing now. Do the best. Let me play a game. Well, it's funny now that we're talking. I only remembered the the Persona one. I do remember too that um, Atomic Hearts came out. You know, um, just because what we need is. Two games in a row steeped in possible controversy. Um, our Atomic Hearts is made by a Russian studio, and so there's the you know the possible problems there. Uh, I decided to give it a shot because I did read a review that at least is like, hey, it's not Russian propaganda. They're kind of doing like a kind of like a Fallout like Bioshock thing, but yeah. done in Russia. So it's supposed to be like satirical about this. So I'm like, okay, so I feel like maybe did correctly, kind of. You know, you, you turn a mirror on the absurdity of some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I will say this much. <clears throat> I may not stay with the game long enough to find out whether or not <laughs> they accomplished it. Uh, so where do I start? There's 15 minutes in the beginning where nothing's happening, but the game's still going. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, some Wait, of what? it is just a set box and like, it's gorgeous, looks great. And, you know, I get you want to show that off. I would prefer to see it while I'm playing the game instead of in a a, a movie where I have no control. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and then there's a walking sim- simulator after that. Oh, um, and uh, holy voice acting, Batman! Bad acting, Batman. I, uh, yeah, bad, but like not even like campy bad, where like you can enjoy it. Just emotionless. Like, the main character, so there's a part, and this is still in the setbox thing, so I'm not giving anything away, where, okay, you're in a car that's being towed by a flying vehicle. Oh, by the way, you start on a floating island, and just to, just to you know, yeah, no, we've played Bioshock Infinite. Here's how we're going to tell you without telling you. You're on a floating island to start with. Mm. Um, and, and then you're, so you're in a car, but then it's picked up by a robot to fly you down to the Earth. It's like you start a floating island, but then the game's going to take place on Earth. And I'm like, okay, you fucked up already. If if there's floating islands, that's where I want to play. That's that sounds like the fun place to be. Um, How do we we feel? So, yeah, I mean, but so you get attacked because of whatever dumb, you know, MacGuffin happened. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so the robots revolt. That's the whole point of the game. It's like, oh, these robots that are supposed to make our lives, you know, it's, I mean, robots, zombies, pick one, you know, uh, heartless machines or heartless, you know, whatever. It does that. None of it matters. It's, it's, hey, this is what you're shooting. Uh, I do kind of appreciate that it's robots instead of just another human enemy. You know, um, I don't have to stop and go, do I kind of feel bad that I'm killing humans? Like, ah, crushing robots, all good. But, uh, so the main character in the car gets attacked and it's falling. Dude, like, emotes like he's just having a walk. Like, he's like, ah, oh, fucks. Like, that's about as much as he put into it. Mm. I'm like, you're in a car that's been towed and the thing's getting attacked and it's falling to the earth. And then later on, he's in some random elevator, or maybe this is before. I don't even remember. That's how much I don't care so far. Um, and, and like the same thing, like there's just no emotion. There's no levels to this voice. And I'm like, I'm like, cool, man. So you totally were like, Hey, I'm getting paid. And I mean, props to you secure the bag, you know? And I guess I don't know what the working conditions were. Maybe at some point you just don't care anymore. And you're like, I'm just going to finish this fucking contract because I signed it and I have to, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know any of the backstory of that, but it was just like, so far I'm like, come on, man. Make it sound like you're in a death-defying, you know, situation. Not just that you're having a stroll. You know who else has had to work through everything? All the voice mm. actors for Borderlands 3, because Jesus Christ, um, no. <laughs> no. You know what? Can I, can I tell you? What? The voice acting in Borderlands 3 was better than this game. Damn. So I've run into one character that I enjoyed the voice acting and brought me into the character, and it's uh, Granny Xena, who suspiciously looks like the late Queen of England. No joke. I mean, I guess maybe just at some point, old woman and in a video game, and I, you know, I guess the you know the fidelity is not exactly there, but yeah, kind of does. Oh, and and then remember the game takes place in Russia. But everyone has a, either a British or an American accent. Hmm. Now, obviously, I'm playing in English, you know, but and I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, and then let's talk about the combat. Oh, how bad is the combat? So, I want to like it. <laughs> I do want to. The the melee combat, which at this point in the game, you basically have to rely on because I just got... So uh, there's a crafting system, too. Let's get that out of the way. Because okay. every fucking game needs a crafting system. Now. Why did we go into this crafting escapade in all these damn games now? Uh, because that it can justify you having to open 7,000 containers? No, no, we don't need to do that. Yeah, so... I gotta collect all this random crap all the time so I can craft things and it's also, you need the crafting materials to also upgrade your weapon. Mm -hmm. And you basically so you have a a, a sentient glove which is annoying to, you know, hear the protagonist argue with his hand. You know, I don't don't know what happens at night and I don't want to. But, uh, so, yeah, you have a sentient glove. When talking about conversation. Mm-hmm. Those, all those conversations. <laughs> I, the ultimate stranger. It's not technically your hand anymore. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> God, even I didn't like that one. 
Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. So, you know, you have plasmids, but they're not plasmids, right? Yeah. It, I mean, they are. They're just a, you know, legally distinct name. And, of course, the first one you get is a, a zap, you know. And it just feels insanely underpowered. Like, you, you zap the robots, and they just kind of spaz out for a little bit. And then that's that. And it doesn't feel like it does damage. Like, there's there's puddles of water on the floor, and mm. I tried zapping them, and I'm not seeing them do anything. And I'm like, wait, but in the original Bioshock that came out a long time ago, you could zap pools of water and watch just teams of people get electrocuted to death. It felt powerful, you know? It, like, it felt... This feels like, you know, those little, like, grill starters mm-hmm. that are electric? It feels like I'm just zapping it with that, like, ha-ha! And they're like, that was a mild inconvenience. Um, and then also swinging your axe. I get it. It's a two-handed axe. It's heavy. But it, it feels extremely slow. Mm. And I yes, if you swing an axe, it is. But it, I don't want to play me <laughs> trying to survive robots. I want to play this person who's apparently like some badass secret soldier guy fighting robots who also doesn't happen to have a weapon on him like what you really didn't even you don't even have a pistol on you most of the time you know a combat knife but yeah so obviously like i mean they're obviously inspired by bioshock so i'm going to draw tons of parallels to it because i'm sorry that's what happens you know if you're expired if you're inspired by dark souls i'm going to compare you to dark souls like deal with it Mm. but it's just like it it doesn't feel like a game that learned much from its predecessors. It just kind of went, that's a good idea. We'll do that, but slightly not as good. But we got a crafting system. And, and like, the game's gorgeous. It really is. But that's not going to keep me playing a game. Like, yes, that's cool. I could watch a movie if I want to see something pretty. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I mean, I played it for, like, an hour and a half. I've made some progress. I'm like, eh, I'll probably, I don't know. I will probably load it up at least one more time and give it another shot. Cause it seems like I'm getting into like at least a bigger area, but like there's, there's this whole open world. And then the first thing they do is shove you into a basement. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's that thing that they, you know, one of those things they tell you about writing is, if this isn't the most interesting part of your character's life, then why aren't you telling me about that? And I'm getting kind of sick of games that are like, oh, no, no, we're going to do this slow build. And No, no, you need to catch me right away. Your story mm-hmm. can have a slow build to get me interested. In it, but if you want me in the game, it needs to be interesting right away. You know, I need to want to continue to play it to see what develops. And if you're starting with two hours to three hours of boring, you know, mediocre gameplay to expect me to play your 40-hour game, well, I'm not going to make it far enough to get to the interesting part. That is very true. I'm I'm thinking about now other games that have had that type of problem where you're playing for at least an hour, hour and a half. Actually, Assassin's Creed 3, now I'm thinking about it. Because you're not really playing with Connor in the beginning of the game. You're playing as a Templar for, like, what? Yeah. An hour, hour and a half into the game? 
I mean, if this... you go directly from one point to another and don't enjoy the whole point of Assassin's Creed games, which is running around on rooftops for no reason, then yeah. Just for you to just like get swapped into a young Connor's body and now you just now you're actually playing the game. And now you just say, well, yeah, like, and- like, wait, like, why am I now finally playing the main character? Well, yeah, and uh, didn't Kingdom Hearts 2 pull that same crap? Uh, yeah. Oh, it did it bad. Because that, I'm not going to lie, if I wasn't a Kingdom Hearts fan, that whole Twilight, uh, zone, the whole Twilight part, Twilight Zone, I'm forgetting the name right now, I don't care. That whole section is a sl- very slow burn before you even start the damn game. And honestly, as a kid, I fell asleep at that part a lot. Only because <laughs> it, it made, to me, it didn't make no damn sense why we had to add, what? I don't want to say two hours, probably even more. of playing with a different character that's not Sir. Yeah, see, that that's so famous they did it that you know how I feel about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and even I knew they pulled that shit in two. Let me mention how I never played two. I played maybe three hours of one, and I was like, this isn't for me. I don't know who this game's for, but it's not me. Hey. And that was it. Although, you know what? I will say my girlfriend at the time uh, really enjoyed the portable version of Kingdom Hearts that she had on her DS. Yeah, because it wasn't the 3DS yet. So If it was DS, it probably was... Um... If it, it was probably a chain of memories because it had a Game Boy, uh, Game Boy game. That that sounds familiar. It probably, yeah. Because yeah. I know she wasn't playing as Sora. I don't believe. Was some other Edge Lord. Damn, didn't it pop? No, it might have been. Because chain of memories, you I... was playing as Sora, but Dream Job Distance went back and forth between Sora and uh, and Riku. The edge lord. Yeah, it could have been that one. I mean, also, this is a long time ago, and I could be combining like two or three different, you know, JRPG type games sure. that I remember her playing. So, you know, I was busy. I, I like those were fun times, though. We would sit in bed on our days off, and she'd play that, and I'd be playing like Tactics, Tactics Advance. Yeah. You know, I replayed the uh, when they remade the original Final Fantasy three in the three D style. Played through that, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm happy I played this. I'll never play it again, though." Like things have gotten better. I I prefer the game I used to call Final Fantasy three as a child. Thank you. Now I always have to remember to call it six. Such a minor thing, I don't even... There's no point complaining. Yeah. So how's your Hogwarts journey going? Uh, So, my Hogwarts journey is probably going the slowest out of everybody. Only because I'm over-leveled for most of the quests, even though... And I give this to... um, I give this to Hogwarts Legacy Team. They... When you go against enemies, they're the same level as you. Hmm. So, uh, you're not, like, facing a level... Like, if it's, if you're required to be a level 14 for, for a quest line, 
you're not going against level 14 uh, monsters or NPCs or dark wizards. You're going against level 25 ones if you're a level 25. So it's instantly, well, you get hit, you get hit, and it's still going to hurt. But, I, I, yeah, I like that. I mean, some games I don't like that in. But I've watched the, uh, I watched a bit of uh, Floyd playing, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think this combat's difficult enough that I, I think it probably was a good choice for them to keep everyone at your level. Oh no, if you're going to talk about the combat, the combat to me is very subpar. Especially you have a lot of different spells that can combo with each other. And you have a big window to protect yourself and stupefy and, and hit your hit an attack back at the enemy. You have a big ass window, so it's kind of hard not to miss it. That's probably why they went with keeping the enemies your level. Yeah, probably. I, if like you have all those bonuses and you could over level yourself, you know, you're talking about games that that uh, you know require grinding of you. Like, once again, I've always got to go back to this. Final Fantasy games. You'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, and then all of a sudden you're like, how the fuck did I get wiped in 10 seconds? Mm-hmm. You know, so... And, I mean, there's something to be said for the grind. I, I'm one, I can enjoy it if the... Like, I don't mind that gameplay loop if the systems are done well. Um, you know, like for Persona 3, I bring up that example of playing lately. You don't really have to grind in it, but... If you don't grind, you kind of miss out on some of like the cooler things you can do in the game. And I like the, the the gameplay loop enough. And then the other thing too with Persona, which is great, is man, I'm sick of uh, doing all this fighting crap. I'm okay. I'm gonna get out of here, and then I'm gonna go back to my uh, you know leveling up my personal relationships and hearing about people's stories a mm-hmm. bit. You know, that's that's another way I think that game gets you hooked is having those two desperate systems going on. So it's like. I'm sick of doing this. I'm going to go do this part of the game. You know, I'm sick of this. I'm going to go do this part of the game. And um, that's why, too, um, Cult of the Lamb, I think, pulled that off really well, too. I still want to play Cult of the Lamb because it's, to me, I, it's something about these damn indie games. I just still want to play them. I'm, I'm becoming more and more of an indie game player as years go on because Same. I feel like indie games are where a lot of the original ideas are, are at least taking seed. Uh, now, obviously, there's a lot of that, like, copycat syndrome, you know? You know, the, the oh, the card battler did well in this one game, and now here's a thousand card battlers. But that being said, it was an indie game that originally went, well, I'm going to take this concept, and I'm going to put it into a game. You know, I just feel like there's more unique and interesting things happening in the indie market, whereas AAA is like, Shooters, sports games, over-the-top RPGs that you'll probably not finish unless you're, you know, in, in your 20s or your teens when you've actually got probably some extra time. Like, yeah. life life does catch up eventually. And and it's like, yeah, I love those grand adventures. I'm probably not going to finish them because I just... I feel like, like I can't... It can't take that much of my life up. It just can't anymore. Honestly. I think I'm the same way now because as much as I want to finish Octopath Traveler and when Octopath Traveler 2 comes out, I want to play that as well, even though it's just almost a reskin. I mean, 
do I have the time to actually level up every character to actually get farther into the game? And do I need to? I probably don't. And this is still coming from the same guy that gets sidetracked in single player games with random things to do in the game. I mean, look, we talked about it. I still have not finished, you know, uh, Skyrim. We did. And so as to Octopath Traveler, it released today, sir. Octopath Traveler 2 released today? Today. I am really slipping on game. So you said it when it comes out, and I was like, wait a minute, I have a feeling... That's sorry. That's why I was distracted from it. I was looking it up. I was like, I have a feeling that actually came out already. Ain't that bad, yeah. bitch? Yeah, Sons of the Forest went into early access yesterday. Octopath S- came out today. Son of a bitch. I mean, granted, by the time this comes up, it's gonna be out already. Because you know that's how that's how having to record things works. Yeah. In case anybody wasn't sure, it's not like you know these get recorded on Sunday and put out on Sunday. I don't, I don't think anyone still thinks that, do they? They under people understand how that people, works. People right? know it takes. Yeah, I think people know it takes time. That literally every episode is dated by the time it comes out. Yeah. By the time of this recording, it is now. Yeah, I ain't never gonna do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like we're just gonna talk about what we talk about. Speaking, maybe it's relevant, maybe it's not. Speaking of talking about things, <laughs> let's let me talk about my the fighting game shit. Yeah, it's it's time again. Uh oh. Is this because um they're showing off Street Fighter Six? Oh yeah. Yeah. It actually it's a lot in between the fighting game community because right now accidentally Mortal Kombat twelve got leaked. Which is hilarious. So if those don't those who don't know, um they was having a basically a breakdown for Warner Brothers Discovery and with them talking about that fiscal year, they also talked about sales for the upcoming Mortal Kombat game and they said Mortal Kombat twelve. And that was hilarious to me. I'm like, huh. Ed Boone just kept in the dark about this game and then it was like, Oh yeah. Let's accidentally talk about it in in a meeting and let that meeting accidentally get leaked. Funny as shit. But I'm going to talk about Evo. Because I love Evo. I might want to go to Evo this year. Oh, yeah? When and where is it? Uh, August, I think, 6th through the 9th. I know it's a three-day thing. And it's in Las Vegas. It's always held in mm. Las Vegas. And and thing about it is, I since I really do love watching people play fighting games, especially since Tekken Seven is still going to be playable. Street Fighter Six is going to be playable by that time, which I'm kind of excited for Street Fighter Six because it looks. I'm across my fingers, and I'm I mean, a, it looks promising. You should be excited for Street Fighter Six the third time they release it, not the first one. See, and that's my thing. I'm excited for the first one because it looks so good. 
But I know they're going to drop a championship edition. Or, this, or what they're going to call it, a street edition. I don't know. They always look good, though. Street Fighter has always looked good. And that's the problem. It it has always looked good, and now their designs are, the designs for the characters are looking better. Especially for old characters, like, they just released Kami and Zangief. They look good. Bringing back DJ from Street Fighter 2. I'm not bringing up his Street Fighter 4 version. It looks good. Yeah, don't. No, no, no. No. He, I loved DJ in 2. It was just like, no one was ever ready for his moves. And now it's going to be better. Because I th- they're adding, like, a rhythm type of mechanic into it. And I like, so, I like. So you I like found that. your new character, possibly. They also brought in uh, T Hawk's daughter Lily, and T Hawk's daughter has both of his clubs, and she looks nice too. And I want to play her. This it's like Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter in general ha- gives me this love hate relationship. Like I love you, I want to play you, but just release yeah. the whole game in like one thing. I think they messed up there with T-Hawk's daughter's name. You named her Lily. You should have named her, like, Falcon Hawk. Or, like, Kitty Hawk. Keep the hawk in there. Make something happen. Like, Lily Hawk don't work. You know, keep the bird motif. I feel like Lily means something in, like, uh... I may be wrong. But I think Lily might mean something in... In like Native American, yeah. Well, that's also would be fairly reductionist because you gotta understand, like, which first people's nation are they claiming the hawk to be from? Like, you gotta remember, it's not like. I mean, oftentimes it's referred to in a very generalist sense of Native American, like, oh, that's it. And I'm like, mm, no. They're, you know, very specific nations with very specific their own belief systems and, and, and their own, you know, history. And I, I, I get it. I'm not saying you're trying to be reductionist. I just want to yeah. make sure, like, it, it is extremely a reductionist way. And it's kind of why, like, I, I cringe a bit when you have a Native people's character in game. Because I'm like, uh, did you, like, at least do some due diligence and... Try not to be just a complete fucking asshole with this character. You know, I, I get it. It's a fighting game. Everyone's going to be a bit of a caricature. Yeah. But there's also... There's a caricature, and then there's... Insensitive racist caricature. Um, yeah. I don't know that I trust Capcom to do their due diligence on that. I mean... But that being said, I'm sure it'll be a fun fighting game when they figure out how to make it work. Uh, it most definitely will. And I'm sorry, I, I brought the tone it. down. I didn't mean to bring the tone down. I, I know it's all good. I I know fighting games really do have the hidden miss of different characters for their fighters, and some some make it right. Some are really bad at it. This is what it is. Yeah, like I said, I think with fighters, like. No one's looking for you to do, you know, a historical one-to-one representation. It's just like, just look into it enough to, I mean, 
I, I wouldn't. And I, I, I understand that want and that thought process, but you know, I, I, I want games to just be better in general. They're like, oh, that character needs to be <laughs> one of one of what it's supposed to be represented as. If it's not the single bit of it, <laughs> we rage. You meet me at the forums. Yeah, but then you're also got are, are, to some of those people that are quote unquote raging. Are they actually? Or are they just trying to get what they think is clout by being angry? A lot of people I found that like you know forum defend things are extremely reductionist in what they're saying, and I'm like, you don't actually care about this. You care about starting an argument about something. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I'm like, because discussion, we can disagree and have a discussion, but once you're going the all caps, uh, you're you know route. I'm like, that's not a discussion anymore. You, now you're trying to yell at me. Yeah. Yeah. And that being said, though, too, is like, yeah, never, uh, never play a game online with people you don't know. That is true. I mean, or do, I guess, if you want to hear a bunch of homophobia and transphobia and racism. And if that's your thing, then just go ahead and play with randos. I mean, if uh, we, and I'm not we... saying that's everyone who plays rando. I'm just saying, I mean, you know, you're going to roll a, a critical failure more than you're going to critically succeed. Look, we lived through the lobbies of the Kai lobbies, and those those lobbies were dangerous. Ugh. That does. Look, can I just say, I'm really glad that I got out of my phase of playing with, in like, you know, shooters with randos online long, yep. long before there was voice chat for everyone. Yeah. Because the best thing then is, you know, if you're playing, um, you know, Unreal Tournament, or, not, is it Unreal Tournament? Unreal that Tournament. the damn game. That's the game, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like, when you're playing that, you had to actually, like, stop moving so you could type out what you were going to say. So the greatest comeback to that was to find the asshole who stopped to type and just kill them. <laughs> At a certain point, you're just done saying shit because now you're going to lose instead. It was a quick way to shut down the vitriol. I think what's happening now, though, I don't since I don't play like the newest Call of Duties, but I still see videos of it. They're tr- it's like they're trying to have a resurgence of how you know those lobbies are, but nothing can compare to. Like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two type lobbies where every words was just getting said, everything was just getting said. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I I I'm like I think I banged the drum of shooter lobbies tend to attract a lot of toxic people enough times that yeah. I'm I'm not going back into another shooter lobby. I'll I'll go in with voice chat if I'm playing with y'all. <laughs> that's that's about it. Everyone else is gonna get muted. I'm like, <sighs> also on top of it, I also don't care what some rando is saying. I don't need some tryhard yelling at me that I'm not doing good enough. I'm like, hey, I'm here to have fun. 
I'm not here. If you want to try hard, go in your ranked crap where I won't be. Like, uh, gonna talk about some games that are coming out soon. Hey, let's talk about some games that's coming out. So let's get the first one out of the way. Not a new game, so I don't know if I even consider it a proper release. But the Resident Evil Four remake's coming up, and let's talk about the next. It is a month away. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and let's talk about the next one. Uh, Jedi Wars Survivor. Okay, I forgot that's coming out. Or did I say Jedi Wars? Man, dyslexia is awesome. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Jedi Wars Survivor. Whatever. Fuck you. Jedi Wars. Words, words are hard. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want no smoke. Words are hard. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested to play that. I enjoyed the first one. Never finished it. I didn't enjoy Same. enjoyed enough to finish it. I was happy with the time I spent with it. Yeah, and I don't even think I was halfway through. I enjoyed it. I had fun. The combat system was great. Um, the story, I was kind of like, whatever. Not saying it was a bad story. It's just I'm like I've read the expanded universe back when that was still canon, and I'm not saying this copies that, but I'm just like I get the the usual beats that are going to happen in this, you know. And so it, it was fine. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. I feel like uh, if I actually played and stayed saying to the game i think i would have probably put more time into it but i've only went past like the second world of the game and i was like i think this is good enough yeah i got to a point where oh man i'll tell you what if you never got as far as kashik oh you missed out i didn't get as there far as there is some yeah there is well just traveling into like where you actually fight in kashik and like yeah i get it it's more like a it's a set piece but it was an awesomely done set piece on your way in. Um, worth playing up to that point just to see that. That that Seeing that actually got me to play longer because I was like, oh, man, I want to see a couple more of those. That was done really well and, like, the camera work in it. It was so good. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of... Once I got to the point where it's like, okay, now you're going to go back and revisit this other place because now you've unlocked a new movement power and so you can see more parts of this old world. I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing all that. Yep. I'm, like, I'm good. I was happy with my time here. I get it. The game has opened up now, but I wasn't enjoying it enough where I'm like, I'm going to go keep exploring world after world. I'm like, oh, I was good. And like I said, don't regret my time with it. Absolutely loved it. Be more than happy to like pick this one up and probably do the same thing. I'll probably play like six, eight hours of it and go, hey, I enjoyed our time together. Thank you for our time together. I'm off to the next game. I but, think so I-, I am kind of excited for that. I'd like to see what they did with it. You know that'd be kind of. I think I might keep my. I think keep. I think I might keep my distance until I finish this, until I finish Hogwarts Legacy, only because I want to make at least a thing where I can beat a game, like try at least beat twelve games this year. That way, I could be like, "Hey, I finished games," and not just. Well, don't worry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that was it. Okay, so don't worry too much. Uh, April 28th is when this one's coming out. Okay, cool, cool. So, we're, we're looking into the future now. It's I mean, we've talked a lot about games coming out in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, and those are the... So, like, Wulong is coming out March 1st, so... I'm like, I'm at, I'm at that point now where I'm like, I'm done talking about, like, that I'm looking forward to it. I'm waiting for it to actually be out now so I can play it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, knowing me, talk shit about it. 
Um, so the other one, and this one's probably, I don't know. How many people actually liked Dead Island? Because I actually had uh, fun with that game. I think people had My fun f- with the first one, but not Riptide. I never played Riptide. See. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the first Dead Island I had fun with, uh, right up into the point where my save somehow got corrupted and then they were like, and now restart. And I'm like, no, I'm halfway through the game. I'm not going to do that. Like that was the only souring point of that game for me. Um, so Dead Island 2, April 28th. I am looking forward to it. That's probably going to be one of those. Yeah, we'll wait till you're on sale kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, eh. Oh, yep. June 2nd for Street Fighter 6. And that's when I'm going to become a recluse. Uh, The fighting game nerd in me is going to try to play it. And hopefully it doesn't become like DNF Duel. Cause damn it, I well, bought that. Okay. Cause damn it, I bought the game and I never played it again afterwards. Nah. Well, you'll be in good recluse company uh, because I know what Floyd is going to be playing this summer, June six. Diablo four comes out. Up, oh, yep, that's him. And so that'll be. So we're looking forward to an entire summer of Floyd talking about Diablo four. That'll be fun. Duff. So I'm uh. So a summer of me talking about Street Fighter and a summer of him talking about Diablo. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, apparently we got the new Forza Spring 2023. So that's... I'm looking forward to that one. I know Floyd's looking forward to that, too. We're gonna make everyone look forward to that one because we're gonna set up the the racing wheel and we'll be playing Zoom Zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, change gear. Yeah, I actually... That's funny, too, though, because we were talking about it uh, last episode, Slay the Spire. Yeah. I just re-downloaded it. I'm like, eh, I'll go another couple runs in this. Why not? Yeah. I haven't done it in a while. So, that, and um, I actually wishlisted a, a card battler, which I know is, like, against my religion or something. But it's done by the same studio that did uh, Pop-Up Dungeon, mm. um, which kind of had that card battler element, and they did it really well, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it the time I played with it. It's another one of those games I put like 20 hours in, and then it was like, kind of petered out, because I'm like, oh, I gotta do some grinding now, so that's one that I'll throw on once in a while and drop an hour in. Um, but yeah, this one like just, just came out yesterday. Um, I can't even think of the name of it right off the top of my head. But it's by Triple B Games, so they do fun little games like that. Yeah, I'm so that one I might be playing soon. I gotta finish Persona Three now that I'm finally past my old spot and I'm onto like new stuff, and I have to be very near the end of the game because mm-hmm. I have a hundred hours in right now. Uh, I spent my entire vacation playing that game, pretty much. Like that's. And then let it sit for two months because I was like, ah, I need a break from this. See, That's what I'm looking forward to this week. I might be looking forward to playing Okami HD. Because I realized Ooh. I have Okami 
on the Switch, and I think what stopped me from playing it the other time is because that is the controls are kind of clunky on the Switch. Yeah, do they try and do the um, like making you do motion stuff with it? I think so, and I think that's why I stopped for a second. Yeah, if there's not an option to turn that crap off, I don't want it. Especially since it's a old game. Like, it is an HD remake. Don't add motion. Yeah. Yeah, don't add random crap the game didn't need. Like, you, you ruined your, your remake. Oh, man, I almost forgot. What? There was uh, something I saw. This is like, I've been meaning to talk about this for like, I think probably two weeks now. And I keep forgetting. Because that's how pointless this game is to me. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, Tales of Symphonia remaster coming out. I don't know when because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> my gripe with that is you have to master a game the first time to be able to remaster it. Boom. Drop the mic. Done. Boom. Call it quits. Uh, that's right there. And Borderlands 3 sucks too. I don't know if we mentioned that yet today. Have we? I, I don't know. I just want to make sure. Uh, in case anyone ever forgets week to week, we will be your constant reminder. That how much Borderlands 3 sucks. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it, it's even one of those games, and I know there's going to be people defending it, but I'm like, even without Borderlands 2 preceding it, that game would not have been enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, so, thanks if- for all your hard work on the first two games. I'm sorry, you know. Everything went to shit in three. And you know, as as you see we talk about one, two, and three. We don't talk about the we don't talk about the pre sequel. I actually like the pre sequel. I don't have a problem with the pre sequel. My only problem with it is that it's a prequel. Yeah. Um so but I don't play Borderlands for the story. <laughs> Unless by story you mean the weird characters that show up and you deal with and it's really just the even, characters. Even, yeah, and even then, I mean, even then, like, play, I played Borderlands 2 enough that I don't pay attention anymore. Like, you know, they try way too hard with the, the, I'm zany, and I'm like, yeah, okay, and that plays once or twice, and then after that, I'm like, cool, 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 give me the mission. Um, yeah. You know, there's very, like, Tiny Tina, I'll listen to her all the time. Yeah. Um, Torg. I love Torg. Explosions! Explosions! That sentence had too many syllables. Apologize. Apologize. Love it. Love that, man. But those two, I think, are probably still two of my favorites because you don't hear them the whole game. You know, it's like there's very, there's sections where you're interacting with them. And so they're very, like, in their section, and that's that. So. A nice little honorable mention is Hamalock. Oh, Sir Hamlock, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 definitely crazy. He definitely belongs in the Borderlands universe. Yeah, but he plays that being sane fairly well. Cause I tried. That is a gentleman, a crazy gentleman. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like British colonialism distilled into something you can laugh at instead of something that you look into will make you cringe. Mm. At best, it will make you cringe. Uh, got anything else this week, bud? Uh, actually, no. I don't. Well, so, 
Don't force it if it ain't there. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get done with this and play a couple games? I like games. I like games, too. And now we've been talking about them, so now I'm like, I want to play games. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get out of here before we can play games. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be here again every week on Sunday, as we do. Um, episodes now drop Sunday at, well, I think 12, 10 a.m. is when it finally went last time. Because I'm learning how to set things up ahead of time. So, literally, once it's Sunday, you can get done at the bar on Saturday, and we'll be waiting for you while you make your drunk food at home at 2 a.m. Woo! Yeah, that's our promise. But all right, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you know, make sure to give a like or a five star rating or something or whatever you can do. Uh, we should be now on every major streaming platform except Apple because I still can't get Apple to <laughs> let me actually use my fucking account to launch it. I'm still working on it. It will happen. I'm not giving up. It's just taking a little longer. And then they also have a review process that could be another two weeks. So. Once we finally get on Apple, there might be six or seven episodes, but I'm working on it. We're getting there. Uh, but yeah. So we love y'all. Love you. Be safe out there. Bye-bye. Bye.